Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Horseshit, here we go. Is that the way? <laughs> it's just because it's you and me, right? Yeah, no, I just feel compelled it's to talk to you for bring. 10 minutes mm-hmm. until introducing the... Uh, hey, everybody. Hello, welcome to Hypecast. Woo, Hypecast! Hypecast, the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. And I'm things. your yeah. I'm your co-host, David Bell. I'm your other co-host, Tom Remichael Swaim. Mm, thank you, Remichael Swaim. Thank mm-hmm. you. Welcome. Welcome, hello. Thank you. How welcome are you? to me. Yes. Also, I say it too. Thank you for being my Tom. I'm always happy to fill in for Tom, as ill-fitting and you know under par as that will be for the audience. Uh, right. all, all due humility in the gamefully house. Tom, we miss you. We hope that you fucked up that army of squirrels just as badly as they fucked you up, and we'll see you when yes. you get out. Yes, he will be back. Uh, yeah, Tom is irreplaceable. But so are you. Oh, you know. Uh, how was your How was your fucking the Thanksgiving and stuff? Oh, that's so funny. I just recorded a TikTok. My Thanksgiving, oh. I was so depressed that I had tears silently streaming down my face all day, like a World War One veteran who's haunted by I'm the so things sorry. he had to do. Yeah, it was so funny. I'm on the wrong mood meds <laughs> right now, so. Literally just couldn't stop crying, but not sobbing, like pretending to hold it together or I can't hold it together because it's so obvious, but going, no, yeah, no, I know I'm crying. Yeah, I'm on the wrong mood meds. Just ignore it. Just ignore it. Uh, Can you pass the ham? (laughs) You were just like the mood meds like short circuited your brain. So you're like. I like, was like, that sad all the time. I was thinking sad, bad thoughts, but yeah, it was the meds making me do that. Right. And In you are aware part. of that. Yeah. What a, what a surreal thing. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you should probably change it back, right? We'll see. Actually, I went up on them. I, but oh, okay. there's reasons. My psych made it sound like a good idea. We'll see how it goes. Ha 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 We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> For all you well, know, welcome. tears are silently streaming down my face right now, right? Tears no. of the clown. No. I can no. sound Wipe smiley, but them. be crying. Yeah. Um, okay. 
What else is new? What are you up to? Do you have anything going on? Oh my you know, god! Write any books lately? Yeah, anything like that? Write any good books lately? Um, thank you so much for the tee up. I do really, really want to start plugging my book. I wrote a novel, so if you've read any of my short fiction or heard it through the Small Beans Network, which I and Abe Epperson run, um, you might know my prose. But if you don't, I'll just say this: Robert Brockway said I could use this promo quote. The book is heartbreaking. It's weird, and it's very, very funny. Uh, it's what I'm calling an epic fantasy memoir. So it talks, frankly, about my time at Cracked, my alcoholism, my depression, but also there's magic and robots. And it's kind of hard to describe. It's pretty dope. I hope you'll check it out. It's over at patreon.com slash smallbeans slash store. And I'm sorry, shop, shop. David's shop, not store. Oh, Patreon.com yeah, slash smallbeans slash shop. Yeah, it's you our first product yeah. in the shop. And we will be having other stuff like an album and a comic book show up there. But uh, the first thing's my novel, The Climb. Please check it out. I'm begging you. I honestly think it's the most important, good, funny thing I've ever written in my life. So if you like my writing, it's a book. It's a novel. Go read it. It's, the Climb. It's about fucking time, too. Like, I, it's wild. To <laughs> I've think been working you had... on it since I was 14. Oh, my God. For real. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to read it. Yeah, everybody should... I will absolutely check that it's out. Currently available, it's currently available only in PDF form. If you hate that, I'm working on audiobook and EPUB form now, so soon to come. Ooh, that's cool. You should do like, uh, I don't know, put it on like a series of dinner plates. Commemorative plates, that? yeah. Yeah. One for each paragraph that sort of encapsulates yeah. the, yeah. That would be awesome. I'd buy that. It's a lot of plates. I think, there's but a, I think a lot of people would buy, you know, I, a I think if you plates. did that, you could probably do the Greek thing and smash a plate every time you eat for the rest of your life. That'd be fun. That's true. Yeah. That would be really fun. You read the book that way. You read a paragraph, smash the plate, next day, eat the meal, read the paragraph, smash the mm -hmm. plate. It's like an advent calendar that cuts up your feet. Right. And if you get really into the book, you just have to keep making meals every hour. That's right. Uh, oh, to, to keep to, to read it. A yeah. binge is literal now, yeah. Right. You, yeah, you can't. It's not like you can just read the plate without eating something off yeah. of it. That's just not how plates work. No, you have to imbibe the art. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, thank you so much and welcome. Uh, should we Should we talk about um, movies? Ooh, I thought I'd never shut like... up about books and talk about movies. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I feel a little rusty right now. I went a week without podcasting. I've like forgotten how to podcast. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It's just talking louder and more engaged than you normally talk, but right. same stuff. We Say same stuff. Less pauses. Yeah. Like you have to fill the space. Well, let's first thank some producers <clears throat> in which I will now list for, for everybody's enjoyment. Big sure. thank you to at Nor nerd numbers. Thank you very much. Thank you to zero charisma. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you to AJ. Thank you to Andrew McGuire. Andrew Howe's nemesis returns. Thank you to Andrew. Fuck that last guy, Howe. Oh, boy. Thank you to Asking Seven. And thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you very much. Batlin Michael. Andrews. Hey, I'll take the rest. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson, son of thank Boodle. You. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Therefore, by the transitive property, I know them, too, because I know Tom. Oh, you're right. Thank you to Big Thank You to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. 
thank you. A hey thanks, just tossed away casually. Taburita wants you to drink water, hit the gym, and do the ska because they loves y'all. Pick it up. Um, an even longer thank you to buy TikTok superstar Jason Pargin's new book, Zoe is Too Drunk for This Dystopia, out now wherever books are sold. Woo! Thank you, Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christopher Robert Sparks Esquire. I always thought Thank that you. was Sparks. Now I know it's Sparks. Farts. With a T. Interesting. Like and farts. Last but certainly not least, Mr. Farts, if you will. Thank you, Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. We're greased up. We got... They didn't vote. Did they vote on the strike yet? Because as far as I know, we're still doing... Like I, I don't know is what this the a strike cast or a hype cast. Which hat should I be cast. wearing? This is a okay. hype cast still. I'm wearing but the right I'm, unitard. Right. I just I haven't kept up with it. I don't know if we have to go back to strike cast or if they actually SAG voted on the um sure. the deal. I don't know. My movie for is now, proceeding as if we're allowed to cast people, so that's my hope. Knock on Oh yeah. For Oscar. Sure. Um well let's begin with Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah. Sure. Uh this is uh, a fascinating film. This is one of those films where I'm like, I I just, in my mind, this had already come out. This had come out a year ago. Well, uh, you're forgiven for that, David, because the elements are identical. You know how Batman has like a pantheon of goons and we're like, we just did the Joker. We got to do Ra's al Ghul for a while, then we'll go right. back to the Joker later. Uh, this is literally Black Manta is his only dude. It's they just keep yes. fighting this one dude. <laughs> yeah, part of me kind of appreciates that because they usually other superhero series they like they do the opposite. It's like, too much the other way sometimes. Time. Sure. Uh, did, so you saw the first Aquaman? No. Oh, nope. okay. It's fine. I I enjoyed it. I, it's probably one of the better. If I'm uh, over Marvel movies, surely I'm over DC movies. So right. I don't see superhero stuff much. That's kind of the problem, right? I, I watched um, Blue Beetle finally. Sure. Uh, it was on streaming, so I just casually watched it. And it's not a bad movie. It's just like, it's you watch it and you're like, yeah, this is kind of fun. Too bad, like, there's, you know, 40 of these movies. Right. Like, it's not, it's it's the exact same. It's an origin story. He has to learn to use the suit. The bad guy comes. The bad guy also has a suit. He has to fight the bad guy. And it's like, yeah, no, I've seen it. I've seen he these. He learns you how know? to be a king. And you're like, I thought he already knew how to be a king. Um, the right. one difference is, which is a funny, funny difference, because it's like a Fast and the Furious thing. Um, he's got a baby now. He's got to deal with little Aquaman. And he doesn't want, you know, that weakens you. I guess the message is family weakens you. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, they make you vulnerable. Um, cause the kids, the end of the bloodline, right. And that's what it all turns on. Right. That seems to be the case. And then he, the, the, uh, what's his name is back, uh, Patrick Wilson, uh, oh, sure. and they're going to team up and I, he's going to be like his Loki again. It's like, there's so many other films that you can just use other superhero films to like collage together. This one, it feels like. Yes, uh, and then of course I, I bet it, I bet if you thought long enough, you could say it's a cross between these five Marvel movies, and I'd go, right. oh, okay, sure, yeah, yeah. It's also technically, I think, the last Snyderverse um, film, which I think is interesting because it certainly wasn't developed or written knowing that. You know, like the Snyderverse kind of just there's no ended finality with a thud. to it, right? Yeah. Since they didn't not that end it, it's themselves. a thud, even if it's not a thud. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's. Um, 
right. guaranteed to be bad. But at best, it's going to be like a Shazam where people are like, oh, that was good. Oh, right. that it's, was refreshingly good. But more, that's the most. That's the most you're going to get. Right. It's more that like since they don't know when to take a bow and end, they just keep going until the audience slowly files out, you know? And so like they didn't know that the Snyderverse was over until suddenly they like canceled it, right? So it's like it's like the it's like the last season of Elf where it just ends and and you're like, "Wait." And they, it's just cuz they canceled it and didn't know that they had to end it. So like Sam I, I, Beckett that, never returned to the future to his own right. time or whatever. He yeah, had the quantum yeah. leap ending that just stops. So I'm just Pucci so curious. Pucci has to return to his home planet. Yeah. I'm just so curious what, like Tom, by the way, Tom couldn't be here, but he does have notes in the doc and him saying like, they probably just scrubbed every other reference to future movies is probably what they did. They're yeah. just, it's probably just like, yeah, here's a Aquaman film. Okay. Bye. It's <laughs> fun. It's that. spunky. It's Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of fun and funky. Spunky. Speaking of spunk, which makes children. Ooh, that's great. Percy sure. Jackson and the Olympians, uh, not the 2010 film. This is a Disney Plus series that looks identical to that film, which, yes, I have seen. Have you seen that Oh, you've film? seen it, so you could identify, you could probably differentiate. To my eye, this was that film. Like, I don't understand yeah. what's going on. Did you see that they re-released the movie Australia as a TV show? No. And they're, like, calling it something <laughs> else? that, too. And, and speaking you... of also um, collaging other movies, there's a shot. They just, they're just out with it. In this yeah. trailer where he says, you are special. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> you I are know the what's specialist going on. boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so the first I don't I don't know anything about the books. All I know is that first movie felt like the most desperately wanting to be Harry Potter thing so ever. So bad. You're wizard Harry, you are special. It's like the yeah. drained version. It's like a vampire sucked the life out of Harry Potter. Right. And it was so like of its time. Like it, I I just feel like this Percy Jackson thing. I feel like they tried it it didn't work and it would have been good for us all to move on. It's wild that they're like, let's take another crack at this. Just like, um, what was it? It's not insurgent or diver. It is divergent. Maze runner, is. maze runner. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, keep, it's like there the were so many Harry Potter wannabes. Then of course, most of them hunger games works. It's still making money at least. And that is really a shade of Harry Potter to me, but yeah. um, all the rest flamed out. I'll say this, and I've said it before about Hunger Games, watching all of those fold through, it has more integrity than I expected it to have, so I understand why mm. that kept going, because I think the writer of that, I think, was, wasn't trying to make another Harry Potter, but obviously the people who bought the rights mm. and made it. It's them, half one. They overlap, yeah. for sure, in tone, for sure. but that's all. It has original things to say on like, many of the others. Yeah, but yeah, this feels like them making a fucking Maze Runner sequel or something. That's right. But since it's adapting the same book, like I know, like the the weird fucking village, the like his Hogwarts basically looks, I it looks like they use the exact same fucking set, and I know why. It's because they're readapting the same story. So it's like, what are you gonna do? Change it? But it just looks so much the same. Like it's shot yeah. identically. It's just. It's just so I don't know. It, it's I don't I don't know what kids are into, and if this is like because like that new Hunger Games, 
I I had the same feeling where I was like, that's not going to work out. And then it did really great, and people are really into it. So I'm like, oh, I guess the youth isn't sick of Hunger Games. But if you said that about all of them, you would have been right about 80% of them. Right. Um, And so I don't want to say this, uh, who's going to watch this? Nobody. Maybe there is a fan base here still. could be right or wrong. It's true. Right. Welcome the original had Pierce Pierce Brosnan as a uh, as a centaur. Wow! And as a was, centaur, was, which half was he? The horse dick, or he wasn't the horse dick. Okay, it, it's a shame. He's like, I just want my back half of my body and my huge flopping dog. That's what I want. But it play. was. You see the centaur in this trailer, and it's the problem with the centaur is that like they just have these like scenes where everybody's very serious and talking in a committee. But one of them's a centaur, and you just can't. I couldn't get past that. Yeah, it's um, like when it's Jar Jar speaks at the Galactic right. uh, Congress, and you're like, surely there's a mistake. Why is Goofy talking at the Galactic yeah. Senate? Yeah. Yeah, it's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that's right. Versus, yeah. Ooh, that's a great transition because I don't know. All I'll say is this next trailer, if I may, I don't mean to take over no, the dragon do it. from one to the other. Please. But, um, it's a Macklemore track and that's perfect because it's like a guy that I've forgotten about and we should forget about and he's upbeat and he's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's yes. fine and no better. Is- it's perfect that that's the track for Arthur the King. And that's yeah. also what Marky Mark is to me. Mark Lamore. Oh yeah. He's this fine. Is, we have a few trailers that have songs in upbeat. it that, I, that were like kind of weird, but this is the most, this is the most unoffending movie Besides the fact that it stars someone who did a hate it crime. It is low-fat vanilla yogurt in a compostable yes. cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so, uh, it's the movie Dog with Channing Tatum. It's, about, it's based off a true story. It's about a guy who does extreme hiking. He's, he's, he's going across something. Doing, he's ziplining. He's, I think it's he's, like a triathlon because they say he's right. going to bike, jog, and kayak through the right. jungle. The classic three. And mm-hmm. like, and <laughs> so three. then a dog starts following them and the dog is inspiring. I think it's funny that in this trailer, they don't immediately adopt the dog. They, they keep, it keeps finding them again. Multiple and times I'm like, before they right. adopt it. And it's like, come on, you dicks. Like I would, I would adopted the dog the first fucking time. Um, yeah, that's true. And it's, it reminds me of Homeward Bound, which I like that movie. It's got me Michael too. J. Fox, which kind of redeems it. But, um, but you know, an animal goes a long way is cool, and dogs do it a lot. Uh, yeah. It is just insulting and upsetting to me to see Marky Mark, hate crime guy. <laughs> and I guess he can outlive that. That's okay. I can see that. I mean, I don't think he really did – a grow that much because of it and no. that's really but if he did it would be acceptable but the fact that he steals every like the boston bombing the marathon he steals right. every like uplifting human interest story and makes himself the object of affection that you're supposed to feel warm and fuzzy about it's just so self-aggrandizing transparently right. yeah his pro his problem is one the hate crime stuff and what it is yeah i think you're right that's like everybody can redeem themselves the problem is that his future actions like he tried to like when he with his Wahlburgers, like he tried to like cover it up or do some i forget the exact thing but like He's never like confronted it. You know what right. I mean? He's never, he's always just trying to pretend it didn't happen. And so that's why everybody can't wait to remind the world of like, yeah, he did a hate crime. 
uh, and he d- he never really looked for redemption. But also, him, so putting that aside, which is a weird thing to do, his career, he talked about how he regrets Boogie Nights, uh, and that kind of spell, like that, that's his whole problem, right? Right. That's his best work. And Departed. He hates Boogie Nights and Departed. Right. No, I'm just kidding, but... Yeah. But that is that. That's the thing. Is the thing about Marky Mark is he's best when he plays like an idiot or an asshole, and he and hates he that to, about himself. So he doesn't yes. even big up those movies. He big ups all those movies where he gets to play a charming, nice guy, right? Exactly, and he's just terrible at it. Yeah. Um. And so, like, in a world where he didn't do a hate crime, he's still like generally unappealing to me because he chooses all the wrong things. There's the one with the two dads. I forget. Was it? Who's his dad? Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah, this is this the is shit. Why. This is why yeah. Mark. Yeah, no Mark thing. Mark Lamore. No thing. Yeah. And so like watching this, I'm like, I'll just watch the Channing Tatum dog one because that's a million times more charming. I'm scared for the dog in this. I'm like, don't go near Marky Mark. He's going to hurt the dog. Like, that's how I feel watching this. Yeah. Incidentally, um, I also love that you could pan out of this trailer and show in Futurama the shot where Leela's reading Tales of Heroic Animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's just true. one of those. It's just that a little blurb is. you read in the news and go, wow, amazing. That dog went 300 miles. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't need to know more than that about this. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's three paragraphs. Yeah. That's all it is. Oh, man, I didn't think about that. But yes. Um, all right. Let's talk about memory. This is um, this is fucking uh, Jessica Chastain and Peter Sarsgaard. Mm-hmm. Um, it as Tom notes in here, it's a genuinely good trailer, and I agree with that. It it is, it is like this looks like a fairly middle of the road like drama. Like it's not it, you it know there's no like time travel. Fifty first dates grew up and did a serious version of itself. Yes, um, but this trailer is like I thought so well done that i'm like yeah i want to see the shit out of this um yeah jessica chastain is is looking after um peter sarsgaard who is a man who appears to have some sort of dementia he's lost his short-term memory but it seems it seems more like a an actual dementia not again 51st states where they give her just like i don't know what they say that she has in that retrograde amnesia i believe right she like hits her head right this feels a little more, yeah, like you said, grittier. And like bangs her in the head or some shit. Right. Uh, and I don't know. It looks like a very sad How and touching great drama. How would it be in memory if it was just happened to be because a coconut fell on his head? <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah. Um, if this was set in the 51st States universe, that would <laughs> right. please me to no end. If Sean Austin shows up and it's like his cousin or something. Yeah. I want that so bad. Yeah, Tiny the, cameo the po- from the Sandman, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the poster is them in a bathtub together, like, touching heads. Like, it can't be... M- this is the most fucking touching It's like bullshit. Shine or the Squid and the Whale, Yeah, I feel. Yeah. An but intimate really, portrait. Or, like, yeah. uh, what's the one? He can't have gone far. He Now right. he has no legs, but... <laughs> but this know, looks legit. Yeah. Yeah, it looks legit. Ones, it's a legit movie yeah. about people and personal drama. Uh, and if we didn't say a guy who has severe memory issues. Right. And Jessica Chastain's there. Yeah. And they're being real emotional. Everything's very gray. They're charming, Everybody's too. Everybody's very sad. Yeah. As good as it gets style. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. It's I'm probably going it. to make people cry. It's probably going to be fucking you sad. You love it when people cry. You love it so much. Mm-hmm. It's my thing. Um, any other thoughts on this or can we nope. can we keep going? It's hard with ones that are good. It sounds good. Yeah. Uh this next one's called Imaginary. This is this is such a fucking is this even Blumhouse? This got to be Blumhouse, it right? Is. Yeah. Yeah, this is such a fucking Blumhouse. They love they love they love the stories that it, it have the best like elevator pitch. Like they don't care they they like and I'm not this isn't an insult. It's working for them and like the quality of the movie seems has to be to go- do with the this. average quality is going down, I would say. They're really cranking them out lately. Yes, I I do think they they had this high where they they did Jordan Peele's stuff, right? And, they felt and then artsy. they did right, and it's just yeah. like, well, whoever published Jordan Peele's shit is gonna seem smart. That's all, right? They did the Invisible Man, and for a while, it was like, oh, are, shit, are they gonna be like a twenty four? And they're like, no, absolutely not. Like we're still just making, which is fun films. too. Those horror movies are great to have if they're well done. So there's absolutely. some that are good, some that are bad. I think this looks bad. Uh, just road and boring and like Five Nights at Freddy's style. Um, yes, Tom's notice this feels lazy. Also, the little girl says when he goes, uh, "I'm scared of your imaginary friend." She goes, "He's not imaginary and he's not your friend," which is a tagline. Then right. why is it called imaginary friend? I just that just bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah. For so for people who haven't seen this, it's a it's a woman comes back to her her home her her childhood home and her stuffed teddy bear imaginary friend is still there and it turns out to be a demon they seem to imply this is it like hates the her rules. mom for abandoning it it's evil. right yeah evil they have doll. someone who like says like these are the rules of an imaginary friend you see like they they and they, they even they try to do the hereditary thing where a woman's like yes in every culture across all cultures and times in egyptian hieroglyphs we see imaginary friends it's like right. whatever lady and it's like, if this is like a, a lore that all imaginary friends are like this, you'd think they'd be a bigger problem. Right. Uh, but uh, the only point towards it is that the, I, I'm glad the bear, they didn't make it look like Annabelle. Like in Annabelle, they're like, ooh, who could have guessed this doll would be haunted? And it's like, well, it looks haunted. It you made turns it look into haunted. that. Yes. We see at um, the very end of the trailer, it can grow to giant size and be a nightmare bear and kill you. Right. Ooh, uh, I got to go watch the Scream Bear from Annihilation again real quick. Hold on. <laughs> it's the best sequence ever, dude. It's one. I think it's one of the best horror sequences yeah, ever, for period. Real. Um, this is from the director of Fantasy Island in Truth or Dare, and I need to point that out because those movies are two of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. Well, there you go. Yeah. I didn't know that, but sure. Yeah, they're very bad. Truth or Dare, they're both. They're both just like, why did? What was the point? Truth of this? or Dare, um, it feels like you sold it from a buddy to a buddy, just on the concept of you know the game Truth or Dare, a horror wrapped around that, and it's so right. rote, it's annoying. <laughs> and that's the same Fantasy Island is like, what Didn't if we did a that. horror remake of Fantasy Island? Okay. Like the, again, these are all these are all elevator pitches. Like oh, evil imaginary friend. Like that's. The thing about that concept is it's not a bad concept, but it does feel like Blumhouse does this thing where they then call it a day. Brockway has um, a screenplay about an evil imaginary friend. Brilliant. So I know I've it read can it. be done. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Someone make his. Someone make Brockway's <laughs> screenplay for the love of God. You can call it but imaginary like, friend. It's okay. It's okay. We can have more. Yeah. That's the thing. Like watching Megan. Like that was one where I was like, this, I, I get it. This, this is going to get butts and seats. 
I wish they like did more with. I wish they didn't make like a PG thirteen thing. And I bet you this is also PG thirteen. I, I maybe mm. not. Let me. I'll find out. But like, it's just. I don't know. There. There's. Uh, yeah. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> it just feels like this they're like you said. They're cranking them out. Faith in the podcast as a whole. Yeah. Um. Well, let's talk about Terrifier three. The third have, one. Yeah. Have you seen any of these? Why would I, Dave? Because every time I see them, trailers or clips from it, it seems like someone uh, cleared the fog out of a laser tag arena and shot some shit on their phone. Um, (laughs) I don't know what Terrifier is, and I wonder if the kills are good or if the jokes are good. So you have the notes, so you should say, but I agree with you. Like, I want to understand the appeal of it to people who like it. I would love... So I'm going to sit down and watch terrifier uh because for thank you just to start tell me about I, it <laughs> well i've never watched it yeah i've never Later. seen any of the terrifier yeah. films and all i can say is like i've been on the tiktoks you know i'm hip um and like i've been noticing terrifier like blew up last year which is weird to me because it came out in 2016 i didn't know it existed until last year and people seem to be talking about it like it's this amazing fucking film. I've seen it referenced so much and like I hear of it and it's called um I forget his name, sorry, but it's like so and so's terrifier. And right. when I read the Wikipedia, it's like people really champion this creator too. He's a beloved creator for Terrifier. Right. So it should be something. Tom's but note what? says the first one's fine, but pretty grimy. I'm like, that's so many movies. That's like... Right. Yeah. And I can't stress enough... The, but this the, is the considered villain. a cult classic. Right. The villain. I can't stress how unimpressed I am by this villain. It's a the scary clown. It. Right. With like with an hitchhiker teeth. Or yeah. hillbilly teeth. We, yeah. Right. It's, it's like... Yeah. Even the nun is more creative than that. Like, yes, yeah, scary cra- clown. That's like one of the first... You walk into a spirit Halloween, you're going to have a whole fucking aisle of scary clowns. Why is this so precious and like revered? I don't get it. If it if it ends up being like Chucky or Friday the 13th, if it's just over or the Bubba top Hotep and fun, or some shit. Yeah, right. Then I absolutely get it. I absolutely get it. But I have seen no indication of that. I just in don't. Fact, when people in the t- Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just that when people talk about it, they seem to reference it like a scary movie and not a funny movie. Right, so, so I wonder if the kills are really gross because they don't show right. kills in the trailers. Mm. Like it's if the kills be, right? are conceptually creative and horrible, like you guys recently talked about the trailer, the Thanksgiving trailer, the par- original parody trailer where the lady's going to get the knife up the hoo-hoo. And right. I was like, if it's shit like that where you're like, that's awful, I didn't think of that, that is awful. Um, I could see the appeal of that, which is funny to say. Um, no, but yeah, that makes sense it's to like, me. Yeah, gritty cult falling. I get that. A hundred percent. But if it's just like, ah, he kills people and, and like... With an axe. I, I, right. Yeah. I don't know if he talks or not. I don't know, man. I, again, I'll have Art to see the it. the Clown, but, I believe, is silent, but I could be wrong. But that's my... Right. Th- yeah. I haven't seen it, but the reason I haven't seen it is because it just doesn't look particularly... Doesn't look good. <laughs> that's like there's that jester film did you see that it's like the final no. destination guy is it an evil jester yes and that's, that's another funny. one where where i'm just like okay you know like but i saw a clip from it and it didn't look half bad so now i'm like maybe i'll watch that like maybe yeah. that's actually good i don't know i 
it's just i don't i don't it's not our fault you know what i mean surely <laughs> like not. if you if you're going to make a movie surely about an evil clown to us for this right i just mean if you're making an evil clown movie and then right. you're like why aren't you watching that it's like cuz fucking it's an evil clown movie cuz that's more basic than imaginary friend and we were just finished shitting on that right yeah um speaking of horror movies and maybe horror movies that aren't aren't going basic uh we should talk about the trailer for night swim it feels really uh, you don't think this is basic is that what you're saying it, it's more that i haven't seen an evil haunted pool movie before but, it but to does me it's feel like, like we've taken one step forward and one step back evil haunted pool is the same as evil imaginary friend exact same fair. level yeah i guess it's Watching this trailer, I was real. First of all, the song. I'm like, why this song? Uh, why would they? What's going on? But um, I just wish this was more fun looking. It's the Billie Eilish song where she goes, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? And uh, it's been used in multiple commercials and trailers lately. Yes. I don't know. That one's just, it's the hey uh, of our time right now. Right. And so... Now it's this has been used so much. Seeing it a horror trailer, I'm like, oh, okay, so they just cranked this trailer out. They don't care at all. Um, it almost feels like I can't tell if it's a bad trailer or the movie's not good. You know what I mean? Well, the fact uh, is the pool can only do so many things no matter how often you invent it. I'm surprised we didn't see someone strangling under a pool cover. I bet we do at some point. But yeah. they fall they, into the pool. It goes forever down down into the blackness hands come up which is exactly like the null space in the jordan peele i feel like right. um and or the sunken place rather and uh yeah everything just feels really rote when they show the lady for the split second like the scare and the flash of the light she just looks like a zombie lady basically she she looks like um one of the villains in 13 ghosts like it reminded me of an early 2000s or, um, or... cabin in the woods like that generic yeah. Like an icon this, of a horror monster. This had a good idea, and I feel like it was built off of it. Could be good. Which is the idea of yeah. diving in the pool and then looking up to see that for some reason you're like 100 feet down. That was a cool idea. That was scary right. to me. Um, but, yeah, just don't go in the pool, right? Just don't go in it. Only, once you it realize only gets it's haunted. One. Right. It should only get one. Yeah. I guess they show something where, like, the dad gets possessed, so... And they're they're finding ways for it to go the beyond. The pool can reach out, right? Right, and you can do like that's that movie Oculus was really smart because they had a character obsessed with the mirror, because the obvious thing again is like, well, don't go near the mirror, throw the mirror out. Right. But if you that's if you have a character who's good like, writing no, can always fix mirror. it, right? Yeah. Um, also, I just I don't know. There's something that's the opposite of scary to me, of an evil thing like the manifestation of evil going polo like that it yes. wants to a stinger when it kills you that is Get genuinely funny. pretty good yeah. yeah it just bothers me too but see that one that's what i mean is like this movie still could be good just because again the trailer feels off to me but <clears throat> i just think they should have made it fun because it feels like they're trying to More be fun. very serious they're being grim, and having a, grim a demon yeah. go polo is like that's a comedy beat if you, you know take like it seriously you made a mistake. Yeah. And again, I don't know if the trailer fucked that up or what. Mm -hmm. um, this Is this fucking... Is this... Uh, this is fucking, Dave, what we're doing now. This is fucking... No, this is also Blumhouse, isn't it? Oh. 
I don't know for sure. I, I can't recall. I feel so negative like with it. these horror movies, but like these all were like miss, miss, miss for me. Miss. And I hope more I hope horror movies, please. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I hope it's just the trailers. I don't know. Um, but here's something you Speaking get of terrifying. About. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I threw in the trailer for Urkel Save Santa. How as our final. Yeah. What, uh, what's going on here? Dave, what are you doing to me? What is this for? Why is this here? Do you have a point? Yes, I have a point. And the point is that you know is that Warner Brothers recently famously shelved Coyote versus Acme, which was apparently a spiritual sequel to Who's Flamed Roger Rabbit that everybody loved. Oh, I want it so bad. Yep. With John Cena, and they got rid of it for like tax reasons and then they recently got even more shit where it was rumored that they were going to pull all of their looney tunes uh and then they went back on it and were like that was a mistake meanwhile urkel saved santa good to go they're pushing it it's big yes. this year and remember so just, urkel many of you don't that's what's right. funny <laughs> this is a this is a kids movie by the, like the yeah. trailer it's, it's for, for little kids. children and why would they remember urkel Exactly. Let alone his tropes. It's like 30 years old. Urkel is like so long ago. What is going on? Or is Zasloff, is he just trying? Like, I feel like he was an intern at Warner Brothers and the CEO like slighted him and he was like, I'll burn this company to the fucking ground. (laughs) And that's what he's doing. Did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's like cartoonish how they seem to be making all the wrong choices and this is just incredible to me urkel saves santa they spent money on this it's a real urkel move not an urkel you know stefan would never pull this shit Uh, (laughs) although i disagree with your note in the notes that says it's like doing an alf movie see i want that too an alf movie i don't want this movie but i would take a live action puppet alf movie now that That would be funny they're whipping out those garfield movies they could probably do an alf movie oh you're right but Urkel, Urkel, so Urkel's off the, nothing. Like yeah, Urkel, yeah, like Off-beaten he wasn't nerd. Path. He wasn't anything when he was huge. Again, nothing against he Urkel, wasn't but Urkel nothing. Had, but he was like the Kramer of a sitcom that was not nearly as good as Seinfeld. <laughs> right, and like he had a few spinoffs. Um, things got out of control. He had like maybe He's a Screech. few years. He's Black Screech. Right, and so like it's just he's not a big. I don't know. It may, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm in the wrong crowd. But he he Screech is a very good um, uh, comparison because Screech is like, yeah, no, we know Screech. We like Screech. He's fine. But like Screech is back. But everybody. let's not go like, crazy like, now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Screech is back. Yeah. Like it's just like I don't need Screech to come back. Kind of hung out too long as it is. I didn't need the college <laughs> yeah, exactly. years, man. His name is Screech. Screech. How? How? Yeah. So I'm just. So perplexed by Warner Brothers at this point. This is incredible. Uh, this is this is like, I don't know. I, in a way, I'm, I have to respect it's, but how it they're is, doing all the wrong things. It's disturbing that they want to make all this money back by crushing people. Like, we need them to be poor because otherwise we don't know how to make money. And it's like, do better and stop putting out crap. You'll make more money. You really will. I, think, I really, truly think this connection with Warner Brothers... Bob Iger and even Elon Musk, I think like there's never been a bigger gap between the common people and the wealthy. 
in, mm. in terms of just how much money they have and, and how even what they separated. live like and how that affects what you think like yeah right and i honestly think we're seeing the results of that more and more now where it's like you look at elon musk and you're like does he know what he's doing is so stupid and it's the same here and i think like honestly they don't they they're they're cut off they're completely cut off from the world that they they really they have no idea anymore that's my theory good theory i'll endorse it Okay. Well, let's thank some more producers. Theory. Sure. Let's thank right. producers. Yeah. And then we got some news stories. Big thank you to Davey, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to David Knife Boot Henson. Knife thank boot. you. Thank you to Deborah is awesome. Barbara is great. And cancer can go to hell. Go to hell. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Get on. Thank you to Driftless says, long live the new flesh. Yes. Thank you to E.T., the extravagant terrestrial. Oh. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Polo. Thank you to Funky J. Mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Hamfuls. I ran out Thank of sound you. effects. Thank you. Thank you to ImpossibleWorlds.net. Issue 3 is out now. Gorge yourself on our fiction gorge. Hey, I'm in that. Mm, Not yeah, issue 3, because I think they wanted to give me a rest, probably, so it doesn't seem too like in that's sweet of him but i'm in issue one and two good stories check them out nice uh all right jay the crow baron says have a great holiday season hail satan hail satan chris shanovich thank you thank you thank you jay the crow baron by the way i just said your name which is awesome but i didn't thank you so thank you thank you Mm. look mom on a podcast thank you thank you thank you mabel step oh i can't do this like tom this is the hardest part of the podcast (laughs) thank you mabel step on me step Step on me to the tune of take on me which i also read Thank you, Mackenzie. Fuck shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick. Chill. That one rolls Thank off you. the tongue. Thank you, Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mike the Lurker. Thank you. A big thank you to Mongolian throat skanking. Oh, yeah. Pick it up, pick it up. Thank you to Mr. Tell Your Wife How Many Patreon Subscriptions You Have Before You Agree to Buy a House. Thank you. And to musical guest Rob Ritchie. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice work. Nice work. You didn't Thank have you. to sing. I would never sing. Not that um, one. I can do raindrops keep falling on my, but I can't do that shit. Yeah, it's too much. It's a famously it's hard pop line. Oh, yeah. Take on me. Don't get me wrong. I love that Tom has to do it yeah. every week. Well, he used um, to be in a band. He can sing. It's he can different. sing. Exactly. Uh, Disney is having a year of flops, which <laughs> it just means they haven't made a billion <laughs> dollars. And so I like, was, right was going like, to wonder, is it really a flop? That's the like, thing. Did the it pro- lose money? <laughs> the problem is, is like you look at their like Rise of Skywalker, their Star Wars cost half a billion dollars each film. And so like, well, there's your problem. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's what's going on. Right. Is it's movies shouldn't need to make a billion dollars. That's just not reasonable. Right. And so the it's just very funny that they're like, what's wrong with Disney? They haven't made a billion dollars. And it's like, well, I, I think that's a problem with the industry. I also like think you- with mainline Disney, because Disney's basically has always lived on or in our lives lived on uh, 
uh, what's it called? Common domain, public domain stories like fairy right. tales. Then it moved on to they like timidly stepped out from that more recently in the you know 2010s and beyond, doing stuff that rhymes with that, like that's like a fairy tale. Um, right. But I don't think they know what they actually want to mine from, and that sort of leads you into cul-de-sac. So Tom's note here, I think, is relevant. It's yes. super reverential of re- of Disney's history. No one's feeling the that movie right Wish. now. Right? Yeah, the movie Wish. Sorry, sorry, which, Wish, yeah. which is the specific one you linked. Yeah, Wish is the latest failure, and like I saw, yeah, theories that it was an AI movie secretly because you watched the the. That's going to be thrown around for a while for any terrible movie. I love it. Oh, yeah. And you watch the trailer and it does feel like that because it is apparently just like generic Disney movie is apparently the theme of Wish. Um, I think when you wish upon a star is their signature thing. right? Right. Bob Iger said, I guess this week that. He thought the problem was he they're getting bogged down with putting messages in all his films, which felt like a really like thinly veil, veiled way of saying, you know, woke movies, diversity. Right. Like and it's just very funny to me because they they never fail to learn the wrong lesson. And Pixar put more and more audacious messages in their films like depression is real and you're you're gonna die someday, right. kids. And that's why they stood out. That's right. like was their whole key to success. I don't know. They Not never learn. They never learn. Barbie, Barbie and Oppenheimer, two of the biggest films this year, are all messages. Message like Barbie's messages isn't the problem. A message beyond a message. Yeah, very right. clear. Very clear. I would argue the problem is this year they made wish that a movie was that apparently just a uh, 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 like just a fucking mutant mashup of all their old tropes. All previous Disney. Yeah. A Little Mermaid remake. An Indiana Jones movie, um, Star Wars, endless Star Wars. Like the problem isn't messages. The problem is that they've they've been Your recycling. Shit is weak, dog. Yeah, they're you just they're not on. making. <laughs> yeah. They're making bad movies. That's like, right. Like they're making tired, weird, lazy movies using the same properties. We're now thirty-three Marvel movies in, and the last ten Marvel movies have been meandering as shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like no the. You're, the problem is the executives are making bad decisions. The whales drive, France. <laughs> yeah. It's over. The problem is Let's Palpatine has somehow returned. Come right. on, guys. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, dead real speak. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> the dead speak. Um, other, other news, Alien Romulus, which is the next Alien film, uh, is going to take place between Alien and Aliens. Um. Did you hear anything about Alien Romulus? All I know is no, and the subtitle's interesting to me. All I know is like, or or I'm trying to extrapolate from just the title. So it's like Prometheus. It was about the android that brought, that sparked the thing, right? That brought the flame like Prometheus. And then Romulus, what did he do? I know he founded Rome, but is that is that going to be the analogy? Is it the founder of something? And then that's well, going to grow into, I don't know. I don't know. It's the director of the Evil Dead remake and Don't Breathe. Okay. I um I didn't like Don't Breathe, but I would argue that's he's a good director. I like Don't Breathe, good. and I yeah. know your um your guys' review of it probably sticks in my craw more than almost any other gamefully review. That's fair. I liked it a lot. I don't care that the house is magic, and I uh, 
also like the other one you said, Evil Dead remake. So I really like the Evil yeah. Dead remake. I th- I think this person is good. I think he does good work. It's not his fault. I didn't like Don't Breathe. You know. Um, so that's if all to say. True I'm to the excited. aesthetic, it could be great. Yeah. I I I've said Don't this before. There was this time where Alien was thrown to a drastically different director for each film, and they would make it their own. We had Ridley Scott, who's sort of taken ownership of the series for obvious reasons, right. did the first one. James Cameron did the second one. Yeah. David Fincher did the third one. Yeah, dude. Fucking Jean-Bierre Jeanette did the fucking fourth one. They all feel like movies done by those people. And then they sort of just handed it to Ridley Scott. And it was like, what? all right, I mean, I, I don't not like Ridley Scott, but come on, let's have fun with it. You He's know? also it become exceedingly straightforward. I saw Napoleon. And it reads, it's just like a history textbook where you're like, this happened to Napoleon. Then he went over here and did this. Then this happened to Napoleon. And it covers the exact chunk of his life you would learn in history class. And uh, I think Ridley's great, but I think Alien's one of the high watermarks of his career. And yes, I very much would love to see really audacious voices like Quaron should do an Alien. (laughs) Yes, because here's, here's my big hot take. It doesn't belong to him. It never did. Yes, he directed the first one, but H.R. Giger designed well, them, right? Once you've had were people like by... Cameron and Fincher with their hands all over it, clearly it's right. a shared project now. They were written by someone who wasn't Ridley Scott. You know, like right. it was, yes, obviously he has a big hand in it. Don't get me wrong. But like it deserved to be passed director to director. That's what made it fun. Ooh, you know what I say when I see Ridley with the franchise? Get away from her, you bitch. Ooh, yeah, you say Get that. Get away from her, yeah. My only gripe is just call it alien, this uh, alien isolation and just you do the do alien isolation game. story. Because it, it, that also takes place between alien and aliens, and I think that was a, I think that was a fucking great game. But in what be sense is a she movie. a Romulus? Right, I don't think it is alien isolation. <laughs> okay. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm just saying, just adapt the game. Like the, I, don't I know. liked the game as a story more than I liked it mechanically as a game by the end. So yeah, I would take yeah. it. Yeah. I think it would be good. I don't see why, you know, I think it's perfectly fun because they Ripley's daughter is a fun character to explore because we don't know anything about her. It is funny though, that she's like between time. So right. she's totally disposable. doesn't matter. She never comes up again, but sure. I guess she had a daughter. Sure. Yeah, and you, but the, yeah, you could play with it because it's it's not like when you do like, I don't know, like the Star Wars movies. It's like this takes place between the prequels and the sequels, and it's like, well, we know everything, because the scale of An Star interpol. Wars, right? The scale of scale of Star Wars is like, yeah, we know how it, the galaxy is going to end up. With Alien, it's always small scale, right? It's like, how are the people on this ship on this ship going to fare? Which means you can go any number of ways with it, and yeah. so it's a perfect thick canvas for someone who is an auteur to do it. Yeah. I agree. It's sla- it's a slasher monster movie that you can get an auteur to make. And that's the appeal of the first four, in my opinion. And I think they're all fucking great. Um, I slowly came to respect all of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, For three has reasons. some problems, but I think it's still. But I, it also I has it. the pink goo alien that gets sucked out the airlock a tiny bit. Oh, that's of Resurrection. Time. Is that and four? That, yeah. Okay. That's four. And that one's. Love it. Yeah. I. I love four. I think four is very underrated. Yeah. 
Um, so I can't fucking wait to see what this is, even if it's not perfect. I just, I think the I, Prometheus I really thought was very interesting. Um, but I feel like those belonged as their own movies, it's which separate. I guess they are. And maybe this will be that. Maybe it'll be a thing where you're like, that's more like Prometheus than Alien. Also, right. I just hope it's not AVP. Like, I find AVP aesthetic leans more towards action adventure. It's too PG-13. Right. And I hope, my only hope is that it sticks with the Alien aesthetic that's actually grimy. The adult version yeah. of grimy. The mature version. Yeah. yeah. Hard agree. But again, like, as long as they, if they keep... Like, the, again, the thing with Prometheus is, like, I don't think we need an ongoing lore series like that. I right. think it's more fun when it's, like, an off to the next adventure. Could be a good show, and like, maybe. Limited yeah. series. I have, like, a very controversial thing is, like, I'm not even sure they needed Ripley to keep coming back for every movie. I, I really think it's, like, it's, like, like, Friday the 13th. Or it's, like, no, it's the aliens. They're right. the draw. Um which is what I think about this next thing, which is the Scream news, if we want to move on to that. Sure. Call it the yawn for me. I don't care about Scream. Okay. Scream also made this did this problem. I, I actually think Scream should have had an entirely new cast in Scream 2, and they should have treated them like um, Friday the 13th, but who done it? Or like we just said, aliens. <laughs> like these yeah, people aliens, are in yeah. this movie, and that's it. Because they do this thing where every scream is a whodunit. The problem is they kept collecting a core cast that you knew wouldn't be the people who did it. And they never did anything creative, like made one of the, you know, like Nev Campbell right. was never the killer. So the new outsiders are always the killer. Yeah. And so I honestly think they fucked this series up a while ago. But the news, of course, is that Scream lost both of its main actors. Um, we don't have to go into why um, unless you want to. But, Jenna Ortega and, then they, and Melissa Barr, I believe. Yeah, you know. and they fired Nev Campbell for because she asked for too much money for the last one. And it's like, what? What's going on what here are we with doing these producers? Here yeah, with this franchise. Yeah, right. Like I just said, they the should have a new cast. Strike over. Right. Like I, I can I just said they should have a new cast every time, but they don't think that obviously because they keep trying to retain the cast. So it's like then Nev Campbell is should be worth everything she asked for. You know. Um, it's just weird. I mean, I, yeah. I honestly, I'm fine watching this series go away, you know, uh, because I thought I already did and I'll forget right. about it as soon as we stop talking about it yet again. Yeah. I just, you know, I tweeted about this. There was so many things they could have done to make the series continue to be fresh. And instead, every single movie is exactly the same. And I don't know, man, like if you can't, if they can't, do anything to make it fresh, they should just stop making them. Cause, or give them to someone who understands how to make them fresh. Right. But, you know, people seem to like them all right. But it needs just a real like, shake-up, a full restart. Yeah. If you're going to keep just, making them. Yeah, they completely blend in my mind at this point. Mm -hmm. At least, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's it for movie news. Great. <laughs> Thanks for more producers. I'm still working on it. I'll work on it after. Uh, you get back it. to us with it. Yeah. Uh, big thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream in Space McNulty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Thank you. Thank you to Pete for Pagel. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishment Terrianism Jones. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Pumpkin Ed. Mm, thank you. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thanks, Rick. 
Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Hey, thanks. Thank you to Sorry Cop, World's Most Laughable Centrist. De nada. And thank you to Steven. Gracias. Mm. Ooh, I'll jump in here. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you. Thank you. Not, so that would include the baby from Eraserhead. Thank you yeah. to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank Personally, you. Personally, my favorite of the names. Thank you to the Oatmeal Savage. Thank you. Thank you to Happy Holidays from the Ghost of Dave Andrew Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to the 2B Terror Bunny says the strikes may be over, but egg David Zaslav for fun and profit. Yes. Did I say Zaslav right? Contact Daddy. So. Okay. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank ah! you. Thank you, Tiger Doors Pratt Thompson. Oh, I said I could do it. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Beautiful. Thank you, Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Tux, thank you. Thank you. <gasps> it's CKS, not Tux like a tuxedo. Who knew? Thank you, Vincent, mm. with a Y. Thank you. Thank you, Avana get reference. Gotta love it. Why don't you take a flying fuck at the moon? Thank you. And thank you to your mom. Oh, thank thanks. you. Woo. Dave. Oh my goodness. Dave. What? what cut the what? shit. Shit in a pile <laughs> and chop it up into little pieces. <laughs> All right. I'm chopping it up. Do you have hands. a movie or two, but no more that deserves more hype? I do. Woo! Wonderful job. Wonderful thank segue. You. <laughs> You're doing fantastic. I have two movies. Uh, and as you've uh, honed in on in the notes, they're both kind of drug movies, I would say. Right. Uh, the first one is very silly, but it does look like some fun. It's called Do Not Disturb. Not to be confused with like two other movies called Do Not Disturbed. It is on streaming right now. In fact, I think both of our, both of these are, you can watch right Watchable. now. Yeah. Yeah. This is silly. It's about a couple who are clearly like both very toxic people in a toxic relationship who are on vacation um, and they go back to the hotel and do some peyote and they essentially murder Become and cannibalize cannibals. people. Yeah. They, it's like they reefer madness. Out. It's like, don't it take is. drugs. Look what happens. It is. And uh, from what I can sell from the reviews, it's just the, the idea is like they're both, they both suck. Like, they never try to paint either of them as good people. It's sort of like um, that one, Infinity Pool. A yes. cheaper, grimier Infinity Pool. Yes. Um, and, it, it, like, the review I have here is just someone said that while watching it, someone in the audience went, what the fuck, while watching it? So that alone, I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to have to see what this is. Yeah. It's described as very visceral, very gory. And it is like Reefer Madness where it's like, that's not what drugs do, but all right. I never saw Climax. That wasn't that another movie where a like a dancing group takes acid <laughs> and it goes yeah. really badly. I think so. Yeah. I think there's something quaint about these movies as someone who loves drugs. Right. They're cute. <laughs> where it's or even yeah. Uh, Midsummer. Yeah, that's a good one because it feels like they're not. Most of the time, they're not like, look what this drug did. Like, they're very clearly established these two people as being, like, terrible people. So I think the idea is, like, what if two people who are, like, secretly serial killers, like, blatant serial killers, took something that lost, they lost their inhibitions? I think or that's maybe the they've idea, never right? done it before, but it, deep down, they're a killer, and this is how it came that's out. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Totally. Like, it that's that's the vibe i get but it just looks generally like if you like weird gory movies this seems like the one for you 
of um, these two for sure. Although yeah. I think the next one is way better to watch on drugs. This is what I would uh, watch on drugs. I couldn't. So that one was Do Not Disturbed. I could not mention this film. And the reason why it sort of doesn't belong here is it it's made $100 million, just not in this country. Right. Um, I had never fucking heard this movie. This is called Deep Sea. It came out in China. Um, like I said, made $100 million. It is in a limited theatrical run right now here in the States. It is gorgeous looking. Yeah. Um, it is it is like a 3D oil painting is how like this review just kind of like describes it. Almost like a new it. fancier version of what dreams may come if you saw that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know we talk about how Spider-Verse is like, "Oh my god, more unique animations." Mm-hmm. And then like a few places just did that again and it's like, "No, that's pretty but unique." Like as a, right. this is one where this looks genuinely I haven't seen something look this unique since Spider-Verse. And there is no way you can't take a bunch of acid or mushrooms and go see this movie. Um, I'm also guessing it's very sad. The story is about a young kid who um, goes to sea with um, her father. To find their mother. Yeah. To find their mother. And then the ship goes down and they're taken into a magical deep sea world of adventures. on a submarine, serving on a submarine with a magical chef. Yes. Um, but then what's funny to me is it says whom the main character begins to form a complicated relationship with, with I the magical know. chef. Yeah. I'm like, it's what the treasure fuck? Island shit. Right. Is this going to be really weird? And, and then it says, as we soon discover this journey, journey that is both litica- literal and metaphorical will not be such an easy one. Dun, dun, dun. To which I think like, I think this kid is dead. Right. I think this kid drowned in the ocean. Oh, and this is the spirit just like coming to terms with itself. That's my feel because Possibly. it's like it's a story about a boat that sinks and the kid goes to a magical underwater world and I'm like mm. ah grave of the fireflies I see yeah <laughs> kids in magic hell but I don't know I haven't seen it um, I don't know. but this looks like it's it. gonna be a tearjerker maybe perhaps yeah probably probably well but but yeah 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 still the just still it's my lock of the week to watch on drugs it's my pick 100 <laughs> percent. it i it's one of those where it's like terrible format to tell you about it podcast <laughs> what google deep sea one word it looks kind of like okami too if people played that video game it looks great yeah and just see it for yourself because it looks fucking unreal um absolutely do drugs and see it if if, if you haven't done drugs try drugs first then go see it on those drugs. Do drugs, do crime, be gay, yeah. watch Deep Sea. Yep. And not like cocaine. When I say do drugs and watch it, you know which drugs. Yeah, I don't mean black tar. You know I don't yeah. mean it. Yeah, I don't think a movie's in... I mean, it doesn't matter what movie you're watching. You could do smack, whatever smack is. I don't know what it is, to be honest. I think it's fine. I don't <laughs> think it's a big deal. Do some smack and watch yeah. Deep Sea. God damn, we did it. Woo, we did a feels lot good. today. And I'm yeah. all, all my hype is drained out, so I'm less logy. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm all my yeah, I'm all hyped have out. Been expressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the hype glands. Um Michael, thank you so much for being my thank co-host you, today. Wow. Always a pleasure. Thank you for letting me plug my book, The Climb, now available at patreon.com slash uh slash shop. You, where you can also find the first three parts for free. I forgot to say that. You can read the first parts, first 50 pages or so for free. 
That's awesome. And just check out Small Beans in general. They have so many good podcasts on there, including ones that we do together. Yep, Star Trek The Next Futurama, as well as Spielboys, which have our counterparts Tom Ryman and Abe Epperson talking about the works of Steven Spielberg. Pretty good stuff. You can find all our free feed stuff just by pointing your podcasting device at Small Beans. Otherwise, we're at the thing I said. Yep. Yep. And of course, yeah, you can always check out the Gamefully Unemployed Patreon or go to GamefullyUnemployed.com to find our t-shirt store. And I don't know, we've been been twitching more. If you do Twitch, Gamefully underscore unemployed we're on the twitches so you know we've been playing that what lethal company we've been we've been having fun we've been moon boys joshing around you mm-hmm. know yeah that's us you know that's we're, us. we're cut couple of joshers yep just cutting it up just being just being silly billies yakking yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right Clucking. bye bye <laughs>